So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, coming to you live from the park, (laughs) the sexy park. No one's here but me, and a road with cars going by, and Maisie. We don't go to the beach as much anymore. I'm not sure why, but we will. We'll get there. Um, There's just more to do for her at the park, so this is more about her. Um, Okay, so what we're chatting about today is this. We've got, this is a mindset thing, a shift in your thinking. Or maybe you kind of look around, there might be an aha moment here. Maybe there there won't be. I hope there is. Um, You know, I know each and every one of us, when someone comes to you and asks you, although I've got past this now, but when that conversation goes to rate, when it finds like, what's your rate, what's your rate, what's your rate, you know, I think everyone sort of gets a little like, really, really? Like that's all like, ah, like you get the sigh and, you know, you don't show them that, but saying that's how instantly you go to and you go, okay, how do I get over this? What do I talk about? I don't go that direction anymore because it's not their fault. I don't take it personally. That's how they've been conditioned to, to, to think. This is how their parents, their grandparents, their peanut gallery, everyone that they listen to, it's all about interest rate, interest rate, interest rate, for the most part. Okay, so first off, and this isn't what the call is about, but first off, just take it easy on that. You don't need to get irritated from that. You don't have to get irritated at them. Now, what I ask yourself is this. Look at all the services you use in a day or a month. All the people, all the places you go, all the places you frequent. And how are you interacting with people that you're buying services from? Are you that person that's always negotiating on stuff? Are you that person that you go to the market and you got, you know, Billy Bob the farmer there selling his bag of carrots for six bucks? And you're like, hey, Billy Bob, I know you've got a hardworking family there. You pick these out with your own hands, maybe. I'll give you four bucks, right? Are you that person? Are you that person when you go and talk to um, auto body shop? And they say, hey, we'll do it for this. And you end up negotiating with them. And everyone kind of feels a little irritated because of where you end up settling, right? Are you that person that you would want to work with? Or do you recognize value and you recognize convenience and you recognize expertise? And you call what it is and you're okay to pay it. I'm going to give you an example. We're getting a lot of stuff done around our house. And coffee break, sorry. I haven't had really any coffee today, so yeah, and I'm back on the coffee. Um, so we're getting a lot of stuff done around our house, and it's mission impossible to find someone to come and do certain tasks. It could be electrical, it could be whatever, hanging stuff, fixing stuff. And when we do find someone, if they show up, you're like, oh, thank God for coming. And let's just hope you know what the hell you're doing. And so we found a service where, and it's a phenomenal business the guy has, it's basically uh, like we'll do anything in your house type service. And this guy sets it up and he's the middle guy and then he farms it out to people and they show up and they're all vetted, he even knows them all, he knows their quality of work, but they're expensive. They are, and I'm talking about coming in, hanging like 
crazy pictures on crazy high walls. I'm talking about hanging a basketball net outside. I'm talking about um, hanging a Jeep thing in the garage that holds your hardtop up, a pulley system, like just these random things. And so you need like kind of a jack of all trades. So these guys are $110 an hour for the first two hours, and then it's down to $70 an hour. That's for like a general handyman type thing. Those are expensive prices. But I'll tell you this, these guys, when you, when you go through the booking, you call them, he picks up the phone, yep, talks to you right away, or he'll send you a text, okay, let's chat. You book an appointment, you get an email notification, a text notification that they're coming on the day. It goes in your calendar, boom, boom, boom. And then they do a follow-up just to make sure that everything's still on good. And then they confirm what the work they're doing. And then the person actually shows up. And then they do the work they said they're going to do in a timely manner. And then I, I feel having them around my family in my house, I feel safe. They're nice people. Um, and I just know they're hardworking dudes, just know what they're doing and, you know, putting in a hard day's work and want to be paid accordingly. And so they're not making the 110 or the 70. They're making obviously less than that. And the other guy's making, that's, he's running the business. So that's a lot of money to pay someone to do all that stuff. But we are beyond thrilled to use that service ongoing for as much as we can. Why? Because I trust them. They do what they say they're going to do. Their communication is top notch. And the level of work they do is awesome. So that service, along with many other services in my life that I use, I will pay a premium for. And I don't even feel like I'm paying a premium. I just feel like everyone's winning. It's a deal for everybody because I recognize the work that they're putting in. And so who are you? What vibe are you putting out there is where I'm going. Are you the person that is nickel and diming and negotiating and undercutting people in your day-to-day -day life? And then in your business, when people try to come to you and ask, just ask the question, what's your rate? What's your lowest rate? I heard over here, my bank, who I've been going on 20 years, offered me this. What can you do? You get frustrated. You get annoyed. You wonder why this is happening to you. What are you doing? Yet you turn around that same day and go do that somewhere else. Right? That mentality. So it's a, it is a mentality. And the world has a, a funny way of working sometimes. And so if you're putting that vibe out all around you, those are the types of people you're going to attract. Right? Coffee break number two. I apologize. Actually, I don't apologize. I just need to drink coffee. Um, and I'm tired of muting. So we're just going to have to deal with it. But so this is one of those scenarios where I know mortgage brokers who are constantly getting hit with that rate question. And they may or may not know how to overcome it. Um, but it just seems that they're always having those types of people come to them. Even after a bunch of coaching, a bunch of training. And I know that in their personal life, that's the type of person they are. So they're attracting the exact type of people they are. And it's one of those things. So maybe you change that. Or at the very least, maybe you just go, oh, okay, now I get it. That makes more sense. So I've been doing all this. Why am I getting discounters? And then I, I put, you know, I go out into the universe and I'm the rate dis I'm the rate discounter guy. I'm the one asking, what's your lowest rate? Hey Billy Bob, go with a bag of carrots. Not a four, okay, I'll give you five. Like, really? Really? Just pay the six bucks. Are you kidding me? Like, support the local guy who's grinding away while you're making five to eight hundred dollars an hour in our in our industry. So like 
you know, give the guys mine. I will never grind anyone on anything. There's certain times, obviously, when you're negotiating for a car, different. That's different scenario. When you're buying a home, different. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, am I going to go to, you know, the best dentist out there and pay 10, 15% more because I love the quality of work, love how they treat my family, this, that, or am I going to shop around until I find someone whose teeth cleaning is 125 as opposed to 160? No, I'm going to go with the 160 because it's six blocks away from the house. I like and trust them. They do good work and I carry on with my day. Right? It's one of those, that mentality of, you know, are you spending your time and energy, you know, on a day-to-day basis, are you spending your time and energy focusing on, you know, trying to save these little amounts of money? You're the person that's going to sit on the phone with your internet provider, your, the department you call in, and you say, hey, I might be leaving, and unless you can offer me something else, and then they offer you something, and you get off, and you're like, yeah, I knew it, and I saved, like, it was like an hour of my day, and uh, or maybe an hour and a half, back and forth, and just that uncomfortableness of doing that, unless you get off on that stuff. And you save, what, 100 bucks, 150? Like, are you the person that's focusing on saving those little amounts of money all around you? And then also, you're looking, you know, when you're looking to spend your money, you spend three hours, like, looking at, you know, an air fryer, and, and comparing all the different air fryers that range from 200 to 400? Or are you the person, like that time, my mentality is like, just go get the best one and spend that two, three hours in your business, which is producing income, which more than pays for all that. So am I going to sit on the phone with TELUS to talk to him about all these things? Hell no. That initial call I have, sure. I'll have a conversation. I'll go, I don't like this, that. What can we do here or there? Um, that's fine. It's a big company. It's not a small business owner. I don't mind doing that. Um, we have some people doing stuff to our house. And so we moved into a new home, but there's still like a lot of odds and ends you got to fix. And there's a gentleman that comes and he does these iron, like iron uh, gates and stuff outside. Like he hand makes them all. And, and he comes and he gives a quote. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a lot more than I was expecting. And I'm like, okay. And this guy's backed up, so it's even like a six-day week delay. And so I said, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look into an alternative because it was a big number. It was like a lot bigger number than I was anticipating. So it wasn't like I was looking to save three, four hundred bucks. You know, it was four figure plus. It was, it was a good chunk of money. I think it was like eight, nine thousand dollars. And so I was like, okay, that was more. Um, so I started to look into it very quickly, and I reached out to a couple other iron companies, and. Do you know how hard it was to get a hold of someone to return a call and then to get a quote and then to actually see their work? And it wasn't even close to what this guy does. And it was so painful. It took two weeks. Whereas this guy picks up the phone you call, comes highly recommended, comes out to your house, super nice guy. He's already done work in the house. And so I said, you know what? We're we're just going to, we'll go with you. We'll we'll go with you. He's like, okay. And he's like high in demand. And I'm like, okay. So this is one of those scenarios where, and I didn't learn from my own you know, thinking, I was just, I went back out there to test out some things, and I'm like, this is why I will pay a premium for stuff, because for me to sit there and track down a company, it already took me probably two hours of doing that, and to go finish through with it, and have them come out, and quote it, and and all that back and forth, would have probably been seven, eight hours of my life, whereas I'm like, I could just spend that in my business, and go make that money, and then some back, 
So that's just how I'm wired. Everything I look at is about, you know, how am I going to go make money in my business, right? My time. It's not nickel and diamond it with Billy Bob and the carrots or, you know, the air fryer looking at, you know, eight different air fryers online, comparing them and sitting on your phone for three hours looking at everything. You know, whatever it is you're talking about, speakers, like whatever. Go get like one, two, go get the best. If it breaks, go buy another one. Because your business should be, it should insulate a lot of those decisions. Spend your time and energy on income building tasks, not on stuff that is so, you know, it doesn't move the needle anywhere. Um, so anyway, that's just like insight into how my brain works. It's not, where can I save money? It's where can I just go make more? That's how I operate, okay? But a lot of that comes back to that mentality on the road. Um, and I firmly believe this. There's probably very few clients that we get into that rate conversation. There's obviously other things we do in our process to kind of get around that. We have that rate conversation once in a while. It's very upfront, upfront in that first call with you. We'll let them know, hey, mortgage brokers, we have access to lenders. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to, chances are, I'm not going to beat what your bank could offer you. So I'm just letting you know, but you know what I will be, is I will kick the crap out of them on communication, knowledge, expertise, and I'll save you more money long-term. But if you're just going, hey, they got one five, what can you do? I might get to one five, maybe. I might be one six. But I can tell you from, you know, my 100 plus five-star reviews, there you go. That's that's the chat for today. Okay. Um, hopefully you can grab something out of that. Something resonated. And if not, well, you listen to me drink coffee a couple times. So there you go. And and seriously, stop negotiating a farmer's market. Garage sales? Really? Same thing. If you go to garage sales and you're negotiating on something that's three dollars, like just stop. Unless. Like I said, you get off. All right. Okay. Peace out, kids. Five texts today. Chat later. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.